Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Abel Abo. Abel is the Data Management Lead at the Bank of England and we're here to discuss data management within the banking sector. Abel, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Matt. Really good to speak to you today and thanks for making this possible. It's quite a while, but thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries at all. So, so good to have you on today. Um, for, for those who may not um, know who you are, Abel, or may not have heard your talks before, could you just let our audience know a bit about you know who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today? Well, for those of you listening today, it's really great to have you today. Um, I mean, I know life is quite busy, but for you to choose to listen to this, kudos to you. Really do appreciate it. My name is Abel Abel. I am a data management leader here in the UK. Um, I've been in the space now for over a decade now, and um, I always say I'm a self-confessed data influencer and a champion, basically, talking about all things data management and pretty much, you know, stepping into the artificial intelligence space as well. I'm really passionate about the profession and, um, and also as a leader as well, my job is to ensure that we talk about and articulate and communicate what data management is about and what is about and what technology is about and just to get young people excited and also older people excited in the profession so that's a bit about me um you've already mentioned i work for the bank of england and uh, i've also worked in different organizations as well in the uk yeah that's perfect thank you for that so abel just to kind of kick things off you know how, how do you personally feel about the world of data management right now and just to kind of follow up on that why is it so important to get that data management foundation right well, for me, data management is the foundation. So people always might be familiar with what they call the DECO uh, um, framework or triangle. So you've got data, you've got information, you've got knowledge, and you've got wisdom. Data is the foundation. And if you don't get the data right, you know, I think basically you can't build on anything else. People would argue, people would say data is the new oil, but I wouldn't go as far as that. I would just say data is the new infrastructure because you can build on data. You know, um, all organizations need data, public, private sector, um, you know, in order to run society, do need data as well. So data for me is a strong infrastructure, strong foundation. And the way to manage data, I think data management is simply, the way I describe it to someone is a couple of days ago, is the ability of the process of how to know, how to use, and how to trust the data, you know, how to know your data, how to trust your data and how to use your data. That process of knowing those three things, that's data management in a nutshell. And it's really, really important. You've got to know the data, you've got to trust it and you've got to use it as well. So that's what data management is about. And it's quite foundational as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think one thing that really, you know, empowers the success in the space is, you know, a high quality data team, high quality data culture as well, that, you know, is ultimately going to sort of power that. Um, what what makes a good data culture, in your opinion, and how can you go about bringing one in if you haven't already got one? I mean, that's a great question, um, because data culture, fundamentally, data management in quotes, you've got to deliver data management through people and with people as well. So having a really great data culture is really important. So the word culture, 
um, just for explanation is for me, it's just the choices that majority of people make. It could be in a team, it could be in a function, it could be in a department, it could also be in an organization. So the decisions that you make, the choices that you make, that's what culture is about. And fundamentally with data management, the reason why a data culture is really important is that you've got to have the right team of people, right? that understand where you want to go, where the vision is, where the strategy is in order to support you. And that, you know, data management is not just one thing. So data governance, data quality, master data management, reference data management, you know, operational stuff as well, you know, business intelligence and all that. All those things are part of data management. So you've got to have a team of other people as well and you've got to build the right culture in a way for everyone to bring in their expertise as well so that could be technical expertise or business expertise together in order to deliver stuff and that's the reason why culture and culture is really really important in data management as you know and fundamentally you know you've got to know it in order to design your team for success and if you don't design your team for success with the right culture then unfortunately you will be unable to deliver data management successfully yeah, that makes sense. Now, I've kind of heard you talk, um, you know, quite passionately about people for you just mentioned it there as well. Um, how, how do you kind of feel about, you know, the current state of, you know, data talent, to what extent is social inclusion really important in building that team? And are there any um, personal issues that you've seen in uh, putting that really good team together? Yeah, I mean, Fundamentally, data management is about people management and it's about people as well. So social inclusion is one aspect of human, you know, society engagement as well. So I would say to people, when you're thinking about having a successful data management, you need to also think about social inclusion. What that simply means, you know, is just making sure that you bring people from all walks of life together right that's a big challenge but that's really important because fundamentally you're talking about data and data for me is something that don't necessarily have a soul so you need to bring people from all walks of life in order to look at that data because it's not just data itself you need to have the right context as well and that's the reason why social inclusion is important so you've got to bring people from different demographics you've got to bring people from different social class you've got to bring people from different aspects of society as well you know in order to come and problem because what exactly do we need data for and we use data for we use data to solve problems now that could be society problems and that could be a business problem as well so that's the reason why fundamentally i talk about that and it's really important everyone that's listening to this to pay attention to that because you've got to have an inclusive data team you know of all sorts of people with all sorts of background as well and one of the key things i had a conversation with someone two days ago, and she was just talking about neurodiversity as well. Unfortunately, you don't get to see those people participating in data space, but they have something to contribute as well. So we've got to ensure that our team is really inclusive and diverse as well. And pretty much equity fundamentally is really important. Yeah, and the, the main kind of driver behind that is, you know, having a good range of, um, you know, societal context, inherent biases, all of that stuff. So you can sort of look at that data from a bunch of different backgrounds basically yeah all lenses yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely because you know the, the the issue with solving problems as well is that you don't need to have the same people that think like you act like you speak like you as well unfortunately you can't really deliver the right solution i mean you could deliver a solution that works but if you want to optimize your solution you've got to have that diversity and that comes in the people and your team and also what you're delivering as well
Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I kind of wanted to move on to, you know, some challenges you've been noticing, um, you know, specifically within um, the BFSI industry. Obviously, you know, you, you have a position at the Bank of England. Um, are there any data challenges unique to that banking sector that you feel like, you know, not many other people outside of that industry know about? I mean, create, you know, a couple of ones fundamentally. At the moment, the bank is running a program with FCA, you know, which is the Financial Conduct Authority and the industry as well. Trans well is, the program is called Transforming Data Collection. You know, what that means is that we're looking at how we can minimize the budget. So the cost, the financial cost for reporting firms. So we're talking about the banking firm as well, and the banking industry as well, because they do provide data to the bank, right? They provide data for the bank for all sorts of reasons, but that costs money as well. So the bank is looking at how we can transform that uh, in order to make sure that we use technology in order to capture data and we're getting the data in a timely fashion with the right quality and with the right standard as well. So that's something that's happening at the moment. As you know, in the UK, we've left the EU and that's not a secret at the moment. So we've got opportunity to look at our regulations as well, because part of our regulations, some of them were inherited from the ECB, European Union. And now that we're not in that club, so we've got to look at how we're, what we're collecting and why we're collecting those data as well for financial services and for banking as well. So we're doing that from a regulatory space, but also we're looking at the policy space as well. But fundamentally, like what I said to you earlier, data is the foundation, right? In order to, you have to get the foundation right for you to get the right information, for you to get the right knowledge, for you to get the right wisdom. So the bank is looking at all other ways to explore so that we can potentially make sure that businesses, you know, when they do businesses in the UK, you know, it's easy to do businesses, but more importantly, they're not burdened in terms of regulation or policy and all the rest of them. So those are the things high level that's going on in the UK at the moment. And I think everyone should know about that. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. And kind of looking forward, you know, what trends are you watching closely and how do you kind of see data in the BFSI space really developing in the next few years? I mean, as you know, it's no secret at the moment. We're talking about Gen AI, you know, which is really fundamental. Um, you know, that's really artificial intelligence, the things that we're embracing at the moment. And I think that that would obviously shape how banking works, you know, not just in the, the short term, but also in the long term as well. You know, and I think fundamentally, you can't talk about Gen AI or artificial intelligence without data, right? And not just data with the right quality of data as well, right? And not just that, you need to have an, a data that's probably ethic, you know, ethical. You need to have the data with the right trust and the right safeguard as well, you know, just to make sure that obviously for end users, for customers that are using those services and products, you know, they're getting the right value for it as well. So. These things are happening and data fundamentally is in the heart of it as well. And that's the reason why data management is so critical. You know, um, as people talk about artificial intelligence, as people talk about all that good technology, the cloud technology, the automation, the robotic, all those things that are happening within, not just in the financial space as well, with the non-financial space as well, data is really fundamental. So um, I'm delighted. It's quite an exciting time and we're going to see more of this as well. Um, there's going to be great investment within the data, the technology space, and also the artificial intelligence space, and also fundamentally the information ecosystem as a whole. You know, so I've not talked about cybersecurity as well, but those are the things that you'll definitely be seeing the next couple of years as well. I love your uh, optimism, Abel. It's really infectious. Well, you've got to be excited about this. And I think that's the key. If you want to do this job, 
if you want to come into the data management space, you've got to be excited about things. You've got to show that enthusiasm. And I think that's something that I will always say to people, you know, look for, just make sure you're passionate about it. And I think that would give you a lot of sustainability, you know, and durability in the, in the process because it's hard work, but you've got to be excited about it. Yeah. And speaking of, by the way, I understand you're, you're going to be uh, speaking at Big Data London uh, next week. Um, first of all, good luck. But second of all, could you give our audience a little bit of a taste about what you're going to be speaking about at the event? Well, thank you for that. Thanks for that great observation as well. Yes, I will be speaking at the Big Data London event. This is not the first time I, I was there last year and previous years as well. I think for me is, I would say that the Big Data London arguably is one of the biggest data AI, data analytics and artificial intelligence now um, event in the in the UK, you know, arguably. Um, but what I will be talking about, I think this is the first time I'm doing something like this. It's called an unplugged session. So it's about discover data management. You know, what that simply means is I come with your question and ask me any question. If I'm able to answer you, I will give you the answers. If I'm unable to answer you, I will find possibly look for a way to get the answers for you. But it's an unplugged, so I'm not talking at my audience. I just want my audience to talk with me and then we can have a conversation. And this is the first time we're having a session like that in Big Data London. And I'm super excited to be the first person to introduce such a concept into the event as well. So yeah, come with your questions. I hope you're going to be there. Come with your questions and I hopefully I can answer some of your questions for you. Yeah, I can't wait. And you're coming all the way down from Scotland as well, right? Are you flying or training? Well, I know. Tell me about it. I mean, <laughs> I, try, I try as much as possible to travel sustainably. That's as much as I can disclose at the moment. <laughs> but um, yes, I'll be there hopefully. I'll be there for those two days and it's quite exciting. It's a really great buzz as well in Olympia in the morning, the first day and the second day. So I just say to people, please plan it. Make sure you take out the time to come out because there's so much to learn and there's so much to glean for, you know, glean in there as well. And you have to, you know, the great thing about that, you talk to people. You know, you talk to people and you make some really great, valuable co um, um, connections as well, which is really important in the space. Abel, that's perfect. Thank you so much for coming on to the uh, podcast today. I really do appreciate your time. Um, for those who want to learn more about you and about your great work, where can people go to find out more? I mean, just look for me in, in LinkedIn. So I'm there, Abel Abel, A-B-E-L. That's my first name. So I'm the good guy. I'm not the king. I'm Abel. And, and also my son name, A-B-O-H. And look for me on LinkedIn and please feel free to connect with me as well. But also you can follow me on Twitter as well. So it's Abel underscore DM champion, you know, so Abel, that's the first name underscore DM champion on Twitter as well. So those are the two spaces I'll preach from, but feel free to reach out to me, drop me an email or connect with me on LinkedIn. I look forward to hearing from you. And thanks. Also, please give me feedback as well. You know, if there's anything I could have said that would have been important to you, you wanted to hear as well, please feel free to give me that feedback. That would be super useful. Perfect. And of course, we'll be linking uh, all of Abel's socials in the podcast description below. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com.